my last baby was due on 4th of July, 5th of July time. So my doctor was like, oh, well, since it's your second baby, I let my patients schedule their induction a week before. And I'm like, you're just trying to get out of the 4th of July. Like me maybe going into labor around then. Yeah. <laughs> but I also was like, I, I would like that. I want to be done. Yes. I'll do that. Well, I asked them about it this last appointment or whatever. I was like, um, so when can we start talking about induction? I'm like 38 weeks right now. <laughs> She's like, uh, let's fucking focus on getting to the end here. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Damn! I'm done, though. Yeah. <laughs> she did say at 39 weeks we could start talking about it. And I was like, okay, I'll go to 40. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going past 41. I'll finish baking this baby, but then you get it out of me ASAP. Exactly. I was like, 42 was too many. Yeah. And I'm, I don't want to do that again. Like, so. it's not worth the extra maternity leave at that point. Exactly. You're just miserable. Yeah. Well, all right, lady. Welcome to episode 63. Yeah, Welcome. We're so happy you are here. We're so glad you came. 63 episodes later, and she hasn't stopped singing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and I won't stop singing, so get used to it. Can't stop, won't stop. Nope, not today, not now, not never. This is not relevant at all. Uh-huh, I love it. <laughs> Brandon was trying to clean out a paintbrush the other day because he's painting a bunch of shit <laughs> like for what? for remodeling stuff and so he's like there's a bunch of water in it and he's like trying to squeeze it out with his hand and i was like no you just gotta beat it on the side of a desk like bob ross and he looked at me like i was ridiculous like what the fuck are you talking about and i was like you just gotta beat the devil out of it <laughs> beat the devil out of it <laughs> oh bob ross mm-hmm classic i know i learned some weird facts about him recently and i can't remember any of them well listen okay but he was like in the military or some shit there's something about his outfit like he didn't like the like classic jean shirt button-up jeans whatever outfit no? are you sure you're not talking about mr rogers no i'm pretty sure that was in the military and he was like a fucking sniper and he killed like 150 people <laughs> or something at least that was the rumor going I around feel my like high mr. school rogers and bob ross are one and the same no i'm pretty <laughs> sure i'm talking about bob ross i could be fucking mixing it up i don't know but i'm like a thousand percent sure i'm talking about bob ross can't remember what it was i'm gonna fucking look it up again and next week i'll tell y'all motherfuckers about some bob ross shit Fun Bob Ross facts coming next week. Five fun facts about Bob Ross. <laughs> anyway, episode 63. Goddamn. Let's talk about it. What's yeah. your goddamn? Well, my goddamn yeah. is that just recently I've been having to go to the hospital a lot because yeah. I'm fucking heavily pregnant. Yeah. And and they're like, this is a medical emergency. Yeah. And you then, have nothing going on. Yeah, they go reach home. inside you. And they're like, let me just touch your back teeth did from they, the bottom. Did they peel you like an orange yet? No, oh. no. You didn't get swizzled? No, I didn't get swizzled. Oh. In fact, they last time I went, they were like, do you want us to touch your cervix? And I was like... I'd prefer not. Um, <laughs> and they're like, it's really uncomfortable. And I was like, do it. <laughs> what, is, what is this? Like, you want to smell my finger? <laughs> it really stinks. Anyway. Okay. So... At the hospital, they have little parking structures, and then they have the little toll booth thing with, like, little arm, and then the really cranky lady inside who's like, give me your fucking ticket, right? Yeah. But in this particular parking structure that we park in, they don't get your ticket validated. Like, they don't allow validation. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So... I went to this one, and it's the same lady every time. And sometimes she's in a really good mood, and then sometimes it's like her fucking 
evil twin sister. But oh, like, God. Most of the time, it's her evil twin sister. Uh-huh. But we were going, and we were leaving. Brandon was driving, and my doctor called me, like, as we were leaving, because she was waiting for test results. And so she's like, oh, well, as soon as I get them, I'll call you. And it happened to be, like, we're in the p- fucking parking structure still. So uh-huh. she calls. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. And she's telling me things that I'm supposed to be paying attention to about the child inside of me that I'm growing. Like, yeah. great. And then we get up, and we're next, like... We're not quite at the toll thing yet, but uh-huh. we're next. And the car in front of us goes. And then the gate stayed up for like, I don't know, maybe like a second longer. Uh-huh. And so my husband <laughs> was oh, like, I'm just going to fucking go. Oh, God. And so he just guns it through. And the lady is like reaching out of the toll thing like, no, wait. Like, oh, this my is God. how that works. And I'm sitting there on the phone with the doctor, like trying not to look into the face of doom to the left. <laughs> oh, my God. Did he make it? Yeah, he made it. So and you just got out without paying? Yeah. <laughs> you saved a dollar? <laughs> like fucking $2, 250 or something. Yeah, but I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And so then I'm still on the phone with my doctor who's like, and anyway, your baby is six pounds, 11 ounces. Yeah, and you're like, like I would like to know all these stats. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to be paying attention to this. But also I'm like fucking crying laughing because I like <laughs> out of my perifs saw this lady like reach out the window and then Brandon was just like, what? <laughs> like, was I not supposed to go? And I was like, no. No, you weren't. <laughs> oh, so he, he, was he just playing dumb? I don't know. Oh. But we both started laughing real hard <laughs> afterward. And I was like, you just stole from this hospital. They're, they'll be fine. They make a shit ton of money there. But what was she going to do by sticking her arm out the window? Like, I don't know. Stop the car. Yeah, hold on to it. Be fucking careful. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. She really tried. Like, she was trying to wave us down or something. And Brandon had to, like, stop for a half stop a second. sign immediately after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be like, I hope no one's coming. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> it was a shit show. Oh, man. And I was just trying not to look in her face. I feel like that should be in fucking like toll booth training, right? Not to reach out for the car. Let them drive through. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Get the license plate. She probably got your license plate number. Well, we went after that and I was like, okay, I'm here every fucking week and I look how I look and I'm heavily fucking pregnant. Like (laughs) she's going to recognize me and I have a distinctive sticker on my car. Like she's going to recognize my car. She's going to recognize me. I know I could pick her out of a lineup. Uh (laughs) I know her at this point. Uh Uh-huh. And so I was really worried about that. And then the fucking next time that we went, uh-huh. we got our parking validated because it was for the hospital tour. Uh-huh. But still, like I said, they don't validate. And so we handed her the ticket and we're like, maybe she'll just be nice this time, right? Yeah. Let's see what happens here. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, we don't do that. And we're like, oh, that sucks. Like, I was I was told to park somewhere. And then she goes, hold on. I got to go on break. And she just closes <laughs> the window and lifts up the arm. And we're like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> But she gave it to you for free? Yeah. Oh, so that was her tactic. I think she was just like, it was her nice twin sister that time. Because she was just like, here you go, whatevs, I don't care. Whereas the time before, it was like, stop. Yeah, like, stop, don't ever go through. And we're like, fuck, she's going to recognize us next time. Which apparently she either didn't or didn't give a fuck. (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine I would give any fucks doing that shit. True. All right, Stacey, give me your goddamn. All right. So today we were getting ready to go to a barbecue and so we're loading up the kids and I have my baby in his little car seat and he's sitting on the floor and I'm like, fuck, I got to pee, you know, like last second, everything that you got to do before you're about to hit the door. Yep. I had come out from the bathroom and Lee had the back door open or something and he was mumbling something and walking over towards the back door and then he comes shooting to the front of the house where I am with all of my precious children And Lee goes, there's a fire. And I'm like, what? Excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. (laughs) What? On the house? And then I look up and out of the front window of our front house is just a fuck ton of smoke. Like, I can't see anything. 
it's just smoke. Out your front window? Out my front window. Like my whole house is engulfed in smoke. And I looked out the back because that's where I saw him. And it's like coming over the back. Holy shit. So I'm like, house is on fire, right? Yeah, obviously. And Leah's like, house is on fucking fire. But I have all the kids loaded up and ready to go. So I'm like. I mean, I guess that's good. Let's fucking hit the road, right? (laughs) Well, fuck this. We got a barbecue to go to. (laughs) Let this shit burn to the ground. Barbecue just changed locations, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Come to my house. Grab a s'mores. (laughs) <laughs> so Lee runs out the front door and I have all the kids right there ready to go but we're also like trying to keep the dogs in to see like where the fuck is the fire coming from yeah cause fuck the dogs right, right? just leave them inside a burning house no they were gonna come with me like <laughs> but Lee was outside I was still with everybody to be like is the house on fire where's the fire coming from right yeah yeah and then when Lee opens the door there's like three cars parked on the street and there's like people everywhere cause this had been going on for a lot longer than I thought because the whole street was engulfed in smoke. Oh, my God. And it turns out that the neighbors across the street, they had earlier in the day, they were, like, driving a little bobcat around. And we were letting my son watch. Like, look, there's a fucking machinery, heavy machinery that you love to fucking name off. Yeah. You know? And so uh, we were letting him watch. And I'm assuming they were doing work in their backyard or some shit. And I think it caught on fire. I still don't know, but it smelled like burning oil and it smelled really bad. And there's just smoke pluming out of their backyard. And I guess cars had like stopped because there was a fucking fire. Yeah. And so when Lee ran outside, a lady was like, it's a controlled fire or something. You can't have controlled burns in San Diego. (laughs) Yeah, it's not safe. Yeah, it's not the fucking Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it? Because literally anything will catch on fire at any second and the whole place is going up a fucking fire. Yeah, but it's not controlled. No, no, not at all. You cannot control it. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know that it's a controlled fire, right? I just saw Lee walk out, smoke billowing in everywhere, and I'm like, oh, it's not our house. It's like the street because (laughs) I can fucking see smoke everywhere. Yeah. And there was a truck right there, so I thought maybe it was coming from the truck. So I ran inside, being the responsible person that I am, and I grabbed the fucking fire extinguisher from underneath our sink. (laughs) And the last time I had put it there, I remember thinking like, fuck, man, this is going to be so inconvenient if there's ever a fire because it's like hidden under everything. Yeah. And then I was like, well... If I have to grab it, I'll just throw everything out. Like, it's, it's it a fucking matter. fire. Yeah. yeah. And so I was, like, trying to get it. And I'm, like, dinking around trying to grab shit. And then I was, like, ah! And just, like, fling everything out. And I grab the extinguisher. And I run outside. And that's when the lady's, like, it's a controlled fire. And I, like, hand the extinguisher to Lee, like, throw it to who needs it. Like, let me save the day. <laughs> and Lee dropped it. And, like, a part of it broke off. Oh, my and, God. And Lee's, like, it's okay. I guess it's a controlled fire. And I'm, like, I'm not taking this lady's word for it. This whole fucking street's up in smoke. Like, yeah. Let's get our animals in the car and go. Let's just drive the block just in case. Cause, yeah. Like, or at least call 911 because it's not a controlled fire. You're not allowed to have them. Yeah. Well, the lady had the phone out like she was calling someone and, like, was looking at us saying, like, it's a controlled fire. Like, trying to calm us down because we were like, what the fuck is going on, right? Yeah. And so I was just assuming somebody had called 911. <laughs> and that is how the police never get called. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But... Anyway, so I'm like, we need to load up the dogs. Like, everybody fucking get in the car. I don't care if it's nothing. I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't want to get stuck here. Because like we've been saying, it's San Diego. Shit will burst into flames in like a minute. And exactly. And you're all dead. And don't they have a bunch of dead palm trees and stuff? Yeah, like right next door. Yeah. Yeah. At this whole place is nothing. I've got fucking weeds up the ass over here that could burst into flames. It's just tinder up in this bitch. Yeah, this whole place is. Anyway, so I was, like, trying to convince Lee to get everybody in the car, and he was like, no, it's not that big of a deal. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And then when we, by the time we had grabbed the kids to leave, because we were on our way out, right? Yeah. So it was, like, a minute later, I opened the door, and, like, all the smoke was gone. It was just, like, a little plume in their backyard, and I'm like, oh, it did get better. They must have just put it out or something. I don't know. 
But anyway, I thought my house was on fire, so goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. That is pretty fucking intense. I Right? Man, what the fuck is up with our neighborhoods and streets and shit? Well, can we all just be cool, man? They're not civilized. Uh-uh. We do live in the Wild West of San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we do. <laughs> all right, are you ready to talk about murder? Yes. Okay, let me take you on a fucking tale. You always do. Let me tell you about a girl named Adrienne Reynolds. Let's hear about her. Well, in 2004, Adrienne moved from Texas to East Moline. Moline? Moline? Whoa. Moline? Whoa. Where's that at? Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one. Just the one, Illinois. <laughs> to live with her adopted dad and stepmother. So she hadn't been doing well in school. She had no high school credits and had Ooh. to enroll at Black Hawk College Outreach. Is this like a chaparral school? Essentially, yeah. Basically like an alternative high school to get your degree. Got it. I mean, you're not going to get a degree, but you get your GED. Got That's it. You yeah, 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 yeah. So she was a pretty girl, and she obviously quickly became like the new girl that everyone wanted to know. And mm-hmm. she made friends with a girl named Sarah Kolb. Okay. Who happened to be bisexual. All right. Sarah allegedly wanted a relationship with Adrian, but Adrian was like, no thanks, but we should totally still be friends. Like, I really think you're awesome. But like, Friend zone. Yeah. I don't want to diddle you. Yeah. And let's I don't, just, I'd rather not be diddled at the moment. Yeah. Let's just hang out. I'm not into that. Okay. And Adrian also became friends with two boys named Corey Gregory and Sean McKittrick. Mm-hmm. They were part of Sarah's group, and Adrian also apparently thought that Sean was hot. Ooh. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. she's Homie hopping. Yeah. Homie hopping. Exactly. <laughs> she's not into Sarah, but she's like, oh, dang, but your friend cute. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get them digits. <laughs> exactly. So then Sarah and Adrienne got in a pretty heated argument in December, possibly because Sarah was jealous of Adrienne being like the pretty new girl. Yeah. That's or, not good. No, it's not. Or because of the original rejection of a relationship. Yeah. And then now she's like wanting to get like hook up with. One her, of her friends, friends. Yeah. yeah exactly so adrian tried everything to repair the friendship but apparently sarah wasn't having any of it okay we're too far gone yeah she's like no fuck you bitch whatever call the cops yeah <laughs> every time <laughs> well it was to the point where sarah was talking to other friends about beating adrian's ass oh yeah oh and she even wrote in her journal that she was going to blank kill adrian I'm taking that as fucking. Like, I'm going to fucking kill Adrian. Okay, got it. I yeah. thought you were blanking it, and I was like, I think the listeners can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to damage your sensitive virgin ears. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be an F word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tried to replace a bunch of other cuss words and fucking fit the best, but it wasn't like, I'm going to kill her cunty ass. <laughs> I'm going to shitty kill her. <laughs> like, nothing else works. It's got to be fucking. <laughs> I'm going to shitty kill her. <laughs> but... You can't quote me on that because I made it up. Yeah, because it's blanked out. Yeah. It has been redacted. Yeah. <laughs> so then on January 21st, 2005, Sarah, Corey, and Sean invited Adrienne to go to lunch with them and talk about their problems. Like, oh, God. Fucking this talk is a bad idea. Out. This is the worst idea ever. This never works out well. No, it really doesn't. You know what? Let's all just get together and hash it all out. We'll bring up all of our fucking beef we have with each other. Yeah. Or this is how you end up with like a carry situation. Like, yeah. hey, come to the party. We all think you're so cool now. Yeah. Oh, you're the homecoming queen. Pig's blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder which one this is going to be. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of going in that direction, like a right? A fucking setup, or is it just going to be an all-out war? <laughs> like, just it's just a talk. They just want to talk. Okay, let's chat. 
So Adrienne was like, fuck yeah, I've never seen the movie Carrie. Let's hang out. <laughs> I love lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at this time, Sean and Sarah were dating. Oh. Yeah. Sean she snagged him. Yeah. She snagged him. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Oh, she, she totally doesn't even does. like Sean, huh? <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what happened. You don't even know who's the victim in this story. I don't. I don't. I don't. But we've all had that friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. don't even like Sean, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah. You're just getting him because you Adrian want... Adrian wants her. Adrian to her fucking... Ad- fucking... <laughs> words, man. <laughs> so, they all went to Taco Bell. <laughs> Best fucking lunch ever. Listen, I saw a commercial for Taco Bell today, and my pregnant ass was like, uh, fuck yeah, I need a cheesy gordita crunch right now. <laughs> I need a crunch wrap supreme. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally been eating nonstop Taco Bell in the later years of my pregnancy and mm. also my early months now. Are you pregnant? No. Like, of oh, not being God. pregnant anymore. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I'm fucking pooped out a kid, and now I want Taco Bell still. So. Yeah, shit's tits. Moral of my story. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And they have those, like, $5 meal boxes oh, where you God get damn. too much food and Ugh. a little, whatever those are, Torito, churro oh. bites. Oh, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I need to eat until I hate myself. Oh, my God, me and too. And that's what Taco Bell's good for. Yeah. And then you, like, burp, and a little bit comes up, and you're like, oh, I've done it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you get that fire sauce on there. Oh, girl. Ooh-wee. Anyway, that's where they went. Okay. That was their plan. They were like, let's have fire shits later. Yeah. We're going to get down on some diarrhea? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Sarah and Adrienne were sitting in the front seat, and Sean and Corey were in the back seat. And uh. then Sarah asked Adrienne for a hug, and then reached around her and grabbed her by the hair and Hold started up. yelling at her. Hold up. Okay. Are they driving? No, they're in the parking lot at Taco Bell at this point. Oh, okay. Okay. Not the drive-thru. And I don't know if they've gotten food. <laughs> I don't know what they got. <laughs> I need to know all these details. Okay, so she reached around and grabbed her by the hair. Yeah, she was like, give me a hug. And Adrienne was like, totes, we're so much better now. And then Sarah grabbed Adrienne's hair and was like, I'm going to yell at you. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm so mad still. Oh, no. Make your head stay stationary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And then allegedly, Sean told Sarah to stop and that it wasn't right. Like, don't oh. fucking do that shit. Yeah, like, calm your tits, man. Yeah. Freaking out. And I just want my Taco Bell. Exactly. Like, I thought we were all here just for fucking lunch. But can I still get my Nacho Bell Grande? <laughs> like, I can't walk through the drive-thru, you bitch. Yes. What the fuck have you done? Can you cool it? <laughs> just drive. <laughs> so then Sarah told Sean that if he didn't like it, he could just get out. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's because she doesn't really like Sean. Exactly. If so you really like Sean, you wouldn't say that, Sarah. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I don't want him to think I'm not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to see my bad side. Exactly. So then Sean got out of the car and walked back to school. He's like, fuck you too then, right? Yeah, I'll walk home. Yeah. Or to school. Or to school. I hope he got his Taco Bell. I hope he did too. <laughs> okay. Taco Bell's good to eat on the go. Yeah. Especially with those Crunchwrap fucking Supremes. Yeah. <laughs> Supremes. <laughs> So according to Sean, during the argument, Adrienne was crying, but he didn't see the girls hit each other. Just that okay. Sarah had grabbed Adrienne's hair. God, and she just started crying? Well, I mean, she was also being yelled at. Yeah. So she was probably like, oh, man, I thought I was here to make friends. Yeah. But then now you're just being a bitch. Yeah. So I'm going to cry. Okay. Sean said he spoke to Sarah later that night on the phone, but Sarah didn't want to talk. Like, he only mm. talked to her for, like, a split second, and she's like, gotta go by. Yeah, I did some shady shit, and I don't want to talk to you. I feel guilty. Yeah. What's that shady shit? Tell me about it. Well, <laughs> the next day, Sean said that Sarah came to Corey's house, where Sean was also living. Okay. And broke up with him. <gasps> yeah. 
Apparently, the reason being because she had lost all respect for him because he had told a neighbor about the fight at Taco Bell. Oh, how does she know? I don't know. It's the next day. Maybe word got around at that point. Yeah, small town. Yeah, and she's like, how the fuck do you know about that fight? And then... And then someone was like, Sean, Sean told me. said this. Yeah. And so she's like, fuck you then. You disrespected my privacy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a very like uh, adult thing to say. <laughs> it's probably not what she said. You disrespected my privacy. <laughs> I have lost all trust in you. Sir, I did not sign the terms and agreements. <laughs> okay. So that was obviously Sean's account. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So according to Corey. Okay. Let's the other hear guy it. there. Yeah. After Sean left, the girls started swinging at each other. Oh. Yeah. There's a full-on fight in the Taco Bell parking lot now. <laughs> in a car, though. Yeah. It's kind of like fucking a bull in a china shop or something. Exactly. Shit. Like, what are you actually going to do? You're going to knock it into fucking park. Yeah. <laughs> or reverse, I guess, if you're parked already. Yeah. It's hard to knock it into reverse. You know what I mean? It's just there's a lot in the way. You're going to honk the mean. horn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to draw attention. Why are you changing the radio station? <laughs> So they started swinging at each other, and Adrienne hit Sarah in the face, and Sarah's nose started bleeding. Ooh, ow, yow, yow. According to Sarah, it was broken. Okay. So Sarah grabbed a stick that she supposedly kept in her car for quote unquote protection. Uh huh. But yeah. you keep that shit in the trunk. Right? Which I guess it's not a great place to put it. No, really. It's not like, hold up. Hang on. Hang on. You wait right there. You will not believe what I have in store for you. Stop assaulting me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to unlock my trunk. So maybe she did have it up there for protection. But also, like, what high school girl is like, I need a stick for protection. Yeah, no, you get, like, wasp spray. <laughs> Shit's just as strong as mace, if not stronger. Wasp spray? Yes. And it comes in a way bigger can. Oh, wow. And you get way further distance that, range. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. I know there's also bear mace, but you'll probably fucking mace, mace yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> wasp spray. All right. That's where it's at. Touche. I learned something today. Yeah. Well, anyway, she okay. got this stick that she kept for protection mm-hmm. and she started beating adrian with it in the car yeah this sounds like a logistical nightmare again they all are logistical nightmares yeah like you're not gonna get a good swing no but either way okay the two girls were wrestling around so much that the fight moved to the back seat oh where sarah was on top of adrian and oh she started God. choking adrian jesus yeah all for what I don't know, being prettier than her. Oh, God. Yeah. Adrienne passed out, and Sarah got back in the front seat, and then she and Corey smoked a cigarette for a while. What the fuck, Corey? Yeah, he you was know, like, like, uh, we should probably check on her back I, there. That's crazy. Well, like, he, he was went... in the back seat, too. Yeah. He started in the back seat. The yeah. girls were in the front seat, and then their fight moved to the back seat. Like, what the fuck was he doing? I don't know. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Crawling out. <laughs> yeah. He climbed right? in the front seat. Like, you bitches are cray. There is a side note, and I didn't really find it too relevant but it might also be kind of relevant was that supposedly you could not open the driver's side door from the inside oh so i mean it doesn't really matter because you're not going to like open that door and then move to the back seat like fights moving back here guys like, <laughs> yeah no it's more like a clamor over the fucking two front seats yeah the center console thing yeah, yeah. but like what's he thinking when he's smoking with sarah is he like that Man, was crazy <laughs> you got real cray back there yeah right i don't know they were friends so I yeah, but know. he was friends with Adrian also, right? Yeah, but I think he was better friends with Sarah. Like, he had been friends with Sarah longer. Jesus Christ. So, like, your level of friendship is whether or not I'm okay on checking on you? Like, I don't know, man. Like, loyalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably just didn't want to get fucking beat with the stick, too. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're cool, right, Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> also, this is Corey's account, remember? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. 
All right, let's hear it. So at some point, while they're smoking their cigarettes, they realize that Adrian died. That's sad. Yeah. So they drive to another empty parking lot, and they move her body to the trunk. Ooh, never move a dead body, man. Well, I mean, you killed it, so. Well, Cordy didn't. Allegedly. Okay, okay. So then they decide that the best course of action would be to burn her body. Oh, man. And this is getting worse. Yeah. You like, should have just had Taco Bell. Well, they're, listen, they're not getting diplomas here. No. So. It's true, but still. Yeah. Taco Bell was a better option. Yeah. So then they bring Adrian's body to Sarah's grandparents' farm, and they pull her body out, wrap her in a tarp, and then Corey poured gasoline on her and lit her on fire with a butane lighter. Oh, my God. Corey definitely has something to do with the death because you wouldn't do that. Right? Just because you're good friends with Sarah. Yeah. Like, oh, Who, okay. by the way, is boning your, like, best friend. So yeah, it's, it's not, not like you're like, going to get anything. Yeah. It's not like you are even dating her. Yeah. Yeah. Later, he says that he wanted to, like, help keep Sarah out of jail. And that's why he, like, went along with all of this. Mm. That was hmm. his excuse. Sure, Corey. So Corey said that they then stood back and watched, and Sarah rested her head on his shoulder, and <gasps> he attempted to comfort her. What the fuck? Yeah. This isn't a bonfire. No, this isn't a romantic moment. Right? I was right about Sarah being a bitch, just for the record. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently so. According to Corey. And Sean. And Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and probably Adrian. Oh. So. <laughs> too soon. So Adrian's parents at this point are concerned that she never came home from school. And oh, so, God. Yeah. The parents. It's always the parents, man. I always feel fucking terrible. Oh, my heart just sank. That's sad. Yeah. So they notify the police that she's missing. Yeah. Meanwhile, after a few hours of Corey and Sarah trying to burn Adrian's body, uh-huh. they realize that they drastically misunderstood how cremation works. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be real fucking hot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't just turn into ash like they expected. Oh, my God. Obviously. Oh, my God. But instead, her whole body was just charred. Yeah. So Sarah decides now that, like, all right, fucking plan B, we have to dismember her. Oh, my God. Can you imagine doing this in high school or, like, seeing this shit in high school? No. In life? No. real life? No. That's crazy. Absolutely not. Oh, my God. I was, like, a super emo punk kid, but, like, that would have been, I would have been a hard out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not into crispin bodies. Yeah. Oh, my God. So she's going to dismember her. So now they have to dismember her. Have to. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah. now they decide that they're going to dismember her. Or yeah. Sarah decides. Okay. Corey should be like, I think I got to go home. Yeah. My fucking time here is over. Listen. Uh. You yeah. only get one attempted fucking hiding of the body from me. Yeah, and then I'm out. He's like, uh, that Taco Bell is coming right through me. Yeah, I really got a poo. <laughs> oh, man. Well, she allegedly attempts to talk Corey into doing it, but he refuses, saying Good. it isn't right. Yeah. And Sarah's like, well, none of this is right, Corey. Yeah, preach. Yeah. <laughs> but then Corey was like, oh, hey, remember that kid Nathan Godet that we go to school with? He's super into blood and gore and killing animals and stuff. No. Maybe he'll fucking do it for us. No. Yeah. So Sarah's like, what a great idea. Oh, my God. So the next day, Corey and Sarah get Nathan to come over, and he brings his grandpa's handsaw. Stop. Like, he knew what he was coming over for? Yeah. What the Apparently, this high school is filled with fucking serial killers. Delinquents. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a good friend. I guess. I mean, he'll help you hide a body. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So then Nathan cut off Adrian's head and arms. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the group bring Adrian's torso and legs to a ravine and dump them. Ugh. And then they stop at McDonald's for lunch. 
Shut up. They need a shower. They just touch a charred body. They need fucking Jesus. They need a lot of things. They need Jesus. (laughs) One of them is not McDonald's. (laughs) Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. That's literally what I thought of. So then they go to McDonald's for lunch, and then they go over to Black Hawk Historic Site, where they put the rest of her body in a manhole. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. It said buried in a manhole, but then I saw pictures of the manhole, and it's a manhole. Like, yeah, you don't bury it. Yeah, you just open it and then chuck Put stuff inside. In. Oh, God. So, after five days of Adrienne being missing, oh. Corey eventually breaks down and can't hold his secret any longer, and he confesses to his parents. Wow. Apparently, he was, like, fucking bawling. Yeah. And his dad was like, what is going on? Like, this isn't right. And yeah. he was like hugging him and stuff. And he's like, did something happen? And Corey's like shaking his head yes. And he's like, did like something happen with that girl that's missing? And he's yeah. like shaking his head yes. But he couldn't talk. Like he wasn't <sighs> confessing. He couldn't talk. But the dad was like kind of slowly Coaxing piecing it, it together. Yeah. And like, uh, did something really bad happen? Oh like, my God. What if that was your child? Oh my God. Fuck that dude. Yeah. I feel like that's going to happen to us where the kids are crying and we're going to be like, what happened? Did something bad happen? And they're going to be like, nope, mom. Like, Jesus, I just stubbed my toe. Yeah. And they'll be Did like, you just dis- dismember a friend? Danny broke up with me. Jesus, why do you always assume it's murder? <laughs> I haven't seen your friend Sarah in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Last I saw you guys were in the backyard. <laughs> and now there's some fresh soil. <laughs> exactly. Should I be concerned? <laughs> no, mom. I was just making a tomato garden for my agriculture class. <laughs> All right. I swear to fucking God, those tomatoes better grow. I will dig that shit up. (laughs) You ruined my project. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so the kid is, like, crying, and the dad is like, some shit's up. Yeah. And so around the same time, Nathan's grandma finds the handsaw that was used to dismember Adrian's body covered in blood. Oh, that's not a good find. Yeah, because it was his grandpa's handsaw. And so the grandma's like, you can't even clean off your fucking tools here, Nathan? (laughs) What the hell? And so she calls the police, saying that she believes her grandson may have been involved in something. Oh, shit. She snitched. Yeah. Which, as a grandma, I fucking would, too. Oh, yeah, me, too. I mean, I'm not a grandma, so I can't say as a grandma, but when I become (laughs) a grandma, I'm going to snitch on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be that grandma. Yeah. I'll be that goddamn nosy Nelly over there. (laughs) Fucking Gladys is at it again. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah, Corey, and Nathan are arrested, Uh and Corey showed police where they had dumped Adrian's body. Oh, okay. So Sarah and Corey were both going to be tried as adults with two counts of first-degree homicide and one count of concealing a homicide. Oh, shit. Nathan was charged with concealing a homicide. Concealing. I guess he chopped him up and helped hide. That's pretty concealing, yeah. Yeah, but, like, what about, like, you know, defamation to a body? I I don't know. They're like, that's not as bad as concealing. (laughs) They're like, here in Illinois, we don't really give a shit about that. You can chop anybody up once they're done, but you can't hide them. Yeah, but do not hide them. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta show us what you did. Show your work. (laughs) So Sarah's trial was scheduled before Corey and Nathan's trial was, and her first trial actually ended in a mistrial. Oh, shit. How? It was 11 to 1 in favor of convicting her. Uh-huh. But since it wasn't unanimous, it was a mistrial and she was given another trial. Damn, there's one person that was like, nope. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. The fucking pressure of that person. Seriously. I feel like peer pressure would get me at that point. Ugh, I wouldn't. That'd be so hard. I'd be that asshole that did a mistrial. All right? Yeah. It scares me. <laughs> yeah. 
On the second trial, Sarah was found guilty and was facing 60 years in prison. Oh, wow. She was sentenced to 53 years. How old is she? Like 16, 17, something like that? I think so, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. she's. I think she was 17 at the time. So she'll like get to see the light of day. Yeah. 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 She'll be old, but... She'll be old, but yeah, she'll be just like a 60-something-year-old lady, 70-something-year-old lady getting out of prison, assuming she survives. Yeah. So, of course, I should mention that Sarah's defense was that she was fighting with Adrienne verbally, but that Corey was the one who actually killed her. Oh, let's hear her story. Yeah, there's fucking three sides to every story, right? Yeah, seriously. According to Sarah... Corey pulled Adrienne to the back seat and was choking her with a wooden stick. Jesus. Yeah. And when Sarah told him to stop, he's actually the one that hit her in the face and broke her nose. Oh. Hit Sarah in the face? Yeah. What's wrong with Corey? Like, why is he mad at Adrienne? Nothing. I'm thinking it's just a lie, but this is just what she's going with. I was like, what's his motive? Yeah. It didn't sound like he had a motive at all. Like, Sarah was pissed at her for liking Sean, but Corey kind of just seemed like there you know like the good friend that's always around but has no beef in this yeah also when they were burning the body sarah said that Corey threatened to kill her her family and even her cats if she said anything about what they had done not the cats yeah the cats too (laughs) (laughs) which that seems a bit odd to me considering he's the one that broke down to his parents yeah he's the one who started crying a bunch like i've been holding this in yeah but I mean, she has to have a defense, so that's just what she went with, was pointing the finger at someone else. But we don't believe her ass. I don't. We're on to you. You guys make your own decisions. I don't believe her either. So Corey was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Okay. Nathan was also found guilty of concealing a homicide, and I would like you to guess how long he was sentenced to for dismembering and helping to hide Adrian's body. Is it going to be, like, way more? Because I would guess way less. Like, Just take your guess. Like 10 years. 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. Five. Wow. Five years. Who's given five years? So you can chop him up. Yeah, for dismembering a body. And hide him. And you're only going to spend five years. He served four years and got (gasps) out. What? Yeah. That's a shady shit. That's a motherfucking serial killer on the loose. Nathan, you're acting pretty shady. Yeah. Yeah, he is, right? Like, he was totally okay with chopping up a body. They were like, come bring, like, bring a saw. We got a body. And he's like, totes. I have a perfect saw for that. I'll be right there. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I don't know how much convincing it actually took, but it didn't seem like doesn't he doesn't matter. Like, he still did it. He still did it. And it doesn't seem like that they were like that good of friends because yeah. they're just like, hey, remember that kid at school who's like really into fucking killing animals and yeah. blood and gore? Yeah. That's a fucking murderer. Yeah. That's a good point. He's like into that shit anyway. You should be like, ah, we got him. We got him early. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 20 years, man. Wow, that's crazy. I was going to say, before you named off this last sentence, they all seem very short for what happened. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Granted, I mean, they were tried as adults, but they were younger. Yeah, but like, I don't you know. killed somebody, and then you burned them, and then you chopped them up, and then you hit it. And you were intending on no one finding out. Yeah, you knew what you were doing from the very beginning. You're old enough to know that shit is wrong. And you lured a person to a place so that you could carry out this nefarious yeah, deed. Yeah, exactly. But back to Nathan. We don't have to worry about him because he died in a car accident in 2012, oh, which shit. was like three and a half years after being released. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm really sad about that. That's just sad. <laughs> it is a little bit sad because he was still, I mean, he was like 24-ish, 25-ish, I think. Oh, okay. Well, that's still really sad. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
I don't know if it was like he was intoxicated or what kind of accident this was, but he is no longer with us. Okay. Well, that's fucking great. But he won't fucking kill anyone else. That's true. We were a little bit concerned about that 10 seconds ago. (laughs) I know, but I don't want anyone to die. Like, lock him up and be a fucking shitty life for the rest of your life and think about what you did. But to die in a fiery wreck. No one said there was fire. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Yeah. But that's my goddamn story. Well, goddamn. Yeah. My shit. Kids be shitty. High school kids are shitty. I want to know more about Sean. What the fuck was Sean doing? Yeah, he didn't get charged with anything. He, I don't know if he originally got arrested or not, but he was questioned about everything. And he was like, whoa, man, I totes left before any of that shit happened. Like, Smart. Yeah. And everybody else was like, yeah, Sean wasn't there. Yeah, like he have. was there originally. They started to fight and then him and Sarah yelled at each other and then he left. Wow. There were like a shit ton of witnesses and stuff that can't, not witnesses to like the crime. Yeah. But like on trial or whatever a bunch of high school kids were coming out and being like yeah sarah was like a mean-spirited person she was kind of like evil or yeah like like you could see her doing that yeah like she's that person that presented or put forth that vibe of like i'm gonna kick your ass that way yeah she portrayed herself as like i'm gonna fucking kick your ass i'm a badass whatever blah blah Uh. also i didn't put this in there but there were people at the taco bell who uh-huh. saw a fucking ruckus in the car. Oh, shit. So it did go down in the car. Yeah. But we know. the windows were so fogged that they couldn't see what was going on inside. Oh. They could just tell that there was a commotion and that they didn't know if, like, someone was in the front seat or if people were in the back seat or if, like, Sarah was in the front seat and Corey was killing Adrian in the back seat. Yeah, they what. couldn't tell you what happened. They just knew some shit was going on in that car. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Which people were like, oh, like, it's just kids being kids or whatever like no one thinks that it's an actual fucking murder taking place they're right just there. wrestling <laughs> yeah like i don't know maybe they're banging yeah you know? and you're i just mean like, maybe interrupt it though because somebody got murdered yeah but hindsight. i'm not gonna if i saw a car rocking i'm not gonna be like excuse me are you making babies or making murders get your flashlight out <laughs> yeah like i i don't I'm not that person anyway. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But damn, that sucks. Yeah. Like some, this poor girl, she could have been saved. Yeah, she could have been. But, well, you would think one of her fucking friends would save her, but there's Yeah, that. you would. Well, I mean, Sean, he did the right thing by not participating in it and kind of voicing his opinion of like, hey, man, this isn't cool. Yeah, like but, leave her alone. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not saying he could have done more, but could he have done more? Could he have been like, no, you're a fucking bitch. Like, yeah. Stop that. Well, maybe... Okay, in my scenario, in my head, I'm thinking that Adrienne is also fighting back, too. So there's no, like, it's not like uh, she's totally innocent in yeah, all of this. Not it's to not say, like a one-sided. Yeah, not to say that it's okay what happened to her at all. That's fucking terrible, and it should never go that far. But maybe they were both fighting so much, and he couldn't get anyone to listen. So he was just like, fuck you guys, I'm leaving. You know? Yeah, like, I'm not going to be in this. Yeah, instead of, like, sticking around to make sure she's okay, he thought he didn't think there was a need to because she's fighting back holding her own yeah it's just a fight yeah like it's a high school fight that yeah happens. yeah i think nathan said that this part i didn't put in there either it's kind of interesting though but <laughs> nathan i believe was the one that Corey and sarah confessed to because like he came over to fucking dismember a body right and yeah. so he's like what happened though yeah but how did you get a body <laughs> yeah and i think Corey told him that like he held adrian's arms while sarah 
choked her. Oh. And so I don't know if no one came forward and like said that, but police are kind of thinking that like that was the most likely scenario is the first guilty quote unquote confession that they got. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then that would make sense why they're like putting it on each other. Exactly. Because they're both involved in it. Yeah. They're both lying. Yeah. And then for them both to do shady shit because you wouldn't go help burn a body or something. If like if you killed someone, I would not help you burn the body. I'd be like, dude. You got to go turn yourself in. Yeah, like, I am so sorry. I love you, and I'll visit you every day in jail. (laughs) Yeah, but you can't just fucking do that shit, and I will not participate. I'm not going to put my life down the drain because of this shit. Yeah, Yeah. because you fucking lost it. Because you thought Sean was hot. Yeah. Tone it down. Yeah. And she broke up with him the next day. Yeah. What the hell? Stupid. So stupid. Anyway, that was my story. Well, that was a crazy-ass story. Yeah. Can you you, give me yours? Are you ready for mine? Never been more ready for anything in my life. Okay, this week I'm going to tell you about Alan J. Abrahamson. Whoa. (laughs) That is a name. (laughs) It is. So in January of 2018, Alan Abrahamson was a 71-year-old avid golfer who lived with his wife, her name was Linda, in a $900,000 home. God damn. (laughs) Right inside of a Palm Beach, Florida country club. Okay. And yeah. it was only walking distance from the ocean. So basically they rich. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> and they live on a fancy ass country club. You know, funny because me and Brandon were just doing the like Zillow game the other day where you're like, oh, how much are houses over here? And we were looking at houses on like golf courses uh-huh. that are like interspersed between them and stuff. And they're like a million dollars or something. They're super expensive. Yeah. And I'm like, but who wants to live there? Avid golfers, evidently. I guess. <laughs> rich ass Brandon's trying to be that, so. (laughs) (laughs) So you might live on one someday. Oh, yeah, someday. I'll get my golf cart. It'll be great. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm going to ride in that with you. Yeah, you are. So much. And we're going to get drunk at the bar at the country club. I was going to say, as long as there is a liquor store or somewhere that sells beer on fucking campus. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) On course? Uh, Yeah, on club grounds. (laughs) Yeah, then on club. There's there's always a bar, but I'm sure it's like $14 for like a Bud Light. Yeah, but I won't care at that point. Because you're going to be so rich. I'm going to be so rich. In your fucking golf cart. Yeah. All right, so Alan was living the dream doing that shit in his golf cart. All right, 71. I can make that. (laughs) We have forever to go. Yeah. So Alan worked for an LED lighting company called Every Watt Matters. Oh. (laughs) And he had money from a family flooring business, so this is where he got all his money from. Okay. I guess fucking Every Watt Matters was doing really good at the time. I guess. So all of his friends described him as like a super well-loved man and he woke up every day with a smile on his face and his wife Linda was described as his soulmate, like love of his life, right? Everybody loved him. He always had a huge like life around him, right? Like enter a room and light it up. His family said that he had always enjoyed golfing, traveling, and had an overall quote unquote zest for life. Ooh, all right. He's all zesty. Exactly. So he's fucking doing life right. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. I'd fucking love to go hang out on his country club home. Million dollar home. Yeah. Yeah. On January 25th, 2018, so really early in the morning, before dawn, Alan had got up and he got dressed to go on an early morning walk. And evidently he had recently gained a few pounds from some vacation he went on i think it's at a cruise or something like that oh yeah that'll do it yeah oh yeah <laughs> just sitting around eating all day there's literally food 24 7 oh god so i guess he had gained some weight from this cruise and he was like i'm gonna start 
this new walking routine and go for a walk every morning. All right. Good. Good for him. Help me lose some weight. 71 years old. It's a good time to start walking. That's right. This particular morning, he was walking to a nearby Starbucks and he was going to meet up with a close friend for a cup of coffee. All right. Just put all those calories right back on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to drink more than you're going to walk off. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess this is kind of normal. Like, you know, he started walking in the mornings and then he'd go meet his friend for coffee. Yeah. At 5.53 a.m., a surveillance camera on the country club's gatehouse captured Alan walking by and he was wearing a blue long sleeve sweater, a ball cap and shorts. Okay. And he also looked to be holding something in his left hand, but the image is like really too dark to kind of make out what is in his hand. Okay. Exactly 37 minutes later, the camera recorded the sound of a gunshot, which took place just outside of the camera's view, and then nothing but silence. Okay, but 37 minutes later? Yeah, 37 minutes later. You didn't make it very far in that 37 minutes, or you went really far and came back. Let's see where the story takes us. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what happened. All right. So a little before 7 a.m., a fellow resident was driving by in their golf cart, Aaron. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Hungover from the night before at the bar. Here I come. (laughs) (laughs) And Aaron's dog, Carl, (laughs) jumped out of the golf cart when the resident had stopped. Oh, shit. And it ran past the gatehouse and through this field, which was like 300 feet off of the, like, driveway i don't know it's probably a sidewalk that this golf cart was on yeah yeah so 300 feet past that sidewalk and the dog found alan abrahamson laying dead this dog was just like hold up i smell something hold the fucking phone (laughs) i gotta get out of here there's an emergency (laughs) i'm gonna go look at it i guess maybe it was just like what's that like the lady had I don't even know if it was lady. The resident had stopped the golf cart and was like doing something, fiddling around, yeah. checking the lucky rabbit's foot is still on the key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the dog was like, I'm going to check this shit out. I feel like Hank would do that more than Carl. Carl would be like, not my problem. Can't get out of this golf cart because yeah. I can't jump. <laughs> too much work. I'm too heavy. Yeah. Yeah, but Hank would be like pointing like, look what I found. <laughs> okay, so at any rate, this dog, for whatever reason, finds him lying dead in the grass yeah his body was face up and his back was to the ground obviously why did i write that that would be the only way to be (laughs) if one is if therefore (laughs) jesus oh god his arms were at his side and there was an obvious bullet wound Ooh, straight to the chest god damn and there was blood that was like wicking away from the bullet wound into his sweater Okay. Who doesn't like Alan? Oh, right? Fucking Alan sounded awesome. Yeah, he sounds like a really genuine guy. Let's leave Alan alone, everybody. Yeah. Or if you're going to kill him, like, why are you not killing him at home and robbing him? Like, that's kind of where I expected this to go, is this fancy-ass fucking house. Right? And it's super random, like, in the middle of this fucking field. You don't want to be a little more discreet. But this is just personal against Alan. Buckaroo? Yeah. Like, someone was fucking maybe luring him in or something. Bum, 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 bum. Let's see. Okay. All right. Take me on your journey. So the police were obviously called, and they arrived and immediately start processing the scene. Hold the fuck on. I will. The police weren't called at the original gunshot? No, because no one had heard it. It was just captured on, like, I'm telling you that because it was captured on surveillance video. Okay. So, like, we know that at 5.53, he walks by, and then 37 minutes later, there's a gunshot that goes off. Okay, but no one actually heard the gunshot. Yeah, no one heard it or anything. Okay. 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 So the police are called. They come. They process the scene. And they find that there's no weapon present as Uh well as any shell casings or any spent bullet or anything like that. Okay. They noted that Alan still had his wallet and phone on him. See, that's not not normal. (laughs) This is 
None of this is normal. None of this is normal. None of this is right, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) So he had his phone on him and his wallet. And he had his money clip. But it usually had like a few hundred bucks in it. But it was empty. Okay. So now it's a little more normal. Yeah, now it's a little bit more like robbery. But also I think that I would grab the wallet too. But Yeah, maybe just in case. But also he had a really fancy watch that his wife had given him for like a gift. Ooh. And that was missing. Oh, okay. So, so maybe it was a robbery. Yeah, so maybe they were just like, well, I mean, I found this chunk of money and this watch looks nice. And they left everything else. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. I don't like the random ones where it's like, and then he just fucking got killed and nothing and was taken. Was, and there was no reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That terrifies me. I know. This all terrifies me for I the know. record. Okay, so this obviously is starting to look like a robbery, right? A robbery yeah. gone bad or something. But police noted that it didn't look like there was much of a struggle that took place because the dirt was relatively undisturbed and his shoes didn't have any dirt or anything like, you know, around the rims or anything to suggest that he had struggled or like fought anyone off or anything. Yeah, or like ran or done something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like, I mean, maybe, but then they must have like ambushed him or like out of nowhere or something, right? Well, I mean, he could have just been like a friendly guy, like everybody's saying, and you're walking up to this, like you're going to cross paths with this other guy and you're just like, hey, what's up, dude? And like, then they go, good morning. boom, boom. Yeah, and then they kill you. Maybe. The police report also noted that his left index finger was extended. I'm not sure the relevance of this, but I kept it in. <laughs> he was pointing. He was like, my killer is over here. Yeah, look that way. So they take his body in for an autopsy, and a hollow point bullet was found lodged in his body. It went through his lung and his heart, and it caused immediate death. God damn. And they explained, like, it, like, mushroomed. You know, those hollow point bullets are real bad for that. Yeah. And it had, like, six points. So it literally, like, shredded a hole through everything. There was no saving him. Gross. His death was ruled a homicide. And by the evening of the 25th, which is the day that he was shot, all of the news outlets were reporting that a killer was on the loose and to call if you see anything suspicious. Oh, okay. So they're like, red fucking alert. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Shit's going down. Yeah. In Palm Beach, Florida. Okay, so the community's terrified, right? Like, all these rich people are like, fuck, I don't want to get shot. Yeah. This kind of stuff never really happened in their community. And Alan had no enemies or anything, so everybody's, like, super stumped. Yeah, everyone's like, what the fuck, man? This could happen to anyone. Yeah, it's just a random killing. Yeah. A reward is offered for any tip that leads to an arrest, and the police are totally stumped, and they begin to search the area again like, around the crime scene, just to see if they could find something. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on here, right? Bring fucking that dog back out here. Yeah, that dog was really good at finding dead bodies. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, what's that lump on the grass? Scary good. A person. (laughs) Maybe it was the dog. Ooh. No one suspects the dog. (laughs) So, when they do this, they uncover a few rubber bands. Okay. And these rubber bands were the same that were found in Alan's home. Okay. And they also find a pair of small scissors and a string with a knot in it, but nothing else. Okay. And they begin to question friends and family, but they can't find any leads. So they're stuck. Yeah. Are these scissors his scissors or are they just fucking scissors? They're just small scissors. It doesn't say whose they are or anything. They just find the shit. Small string with a knot in it, small scissors, some rubber bands, and a dead body. It's really weird. It's super fucking weird. It's like a sewing kit. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like him in his pants. Yeah. I don't know what the rubber bands are for, but. (laughs) I don't know either, but I'm sure he could come up with something. Yeah. Now the police turn to Alan's wife because maybe she can help fucking uncover some things, right? Yeah. Or be like, oh, those are his fucking walking scissors. Yeah. (laughs) 
He always uses those when yeah, he's walking. He, he brings them for protection. He never knows when he's going to have to cut tiny strings with knots in them. Exactly. He often finds strings. He cuts the knots out. <laughs> <laughs> but what Alan's wife actually really helps with is she unlocks his phone. Oh, that's helpful. And they're like, let's check out his phone and figure out what the hell he's been up to these days leading to his death. All right. So police find this strange email, and it's regarding an order that he had made on Christmas Day, which was only a month prior. And it showed that he had bought a weather balloon for $55. Okay. And they also find, based on his Google Maps data, that two days prior to his death, he had gone to an industrial supply store. And so the detectives are like, what the fuck is he doing this for? Let's go to the store and see what he bought. Yeah. So they go there and his they get... His wife doesn't know about this fucking weather balloon or whatever it was? She... Well, I'm about to tell you. Okay, okay. Okay. So they go to the industrial supply store and they're like, give me the receipt. And they get the receipt and they look at it and they discover that he had purchased a 40 cubic foot helium tank. Okay. For the record, that sounds massive. <laughs> If you're not into the air tank purchasing business. Yep, which I'm not, <laughs> but it's not. It's like roughly the half the size of like a normal oxygen tank that you see people like carry around. Half the size? Yeah, like I guess one of those like normal size ones. When you think of an oxygen tank that size, yeah. that's like 100 cubic feet oh. of oxygen or something. So Interesting. this is like half the size of that. Interesting. Because when I was reading the story, I was like, 40 cubic feet? Jesus Christ, that sounds huge. Yeah. But it's like how much air the tank holds yeah i don't know how the fuck they measure that in feet but whatever i mean I maybe should it be like, like pounds per pressure i don't i don't fucking know yeah because it's all got to be compressed in there i don't know how they measure it but just so you know it wasn't a giant tank that he like came coming out with <laughs> all right so it's just a little <laughs> tank of helium yeah yeah like you could tuck it under your arm all right it's like a fucking balloon time tank yes exactly super confused the investigators are like hey friends and family of alan was he, like, into any kind of hobbies, like weather <laughs> or, like, <laughs> atmospheric science? Like, Do you know if he was trying to let anything off into space? Does he does he have a Doppler radar anywhere? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And everybody was like, no, he didn't have that interest at all. He never once mentioned this to us. Like, I have no idea why the fuck he bought a weather balloon and a helium tank. I feel like these are things that Brandon would buy like, he would look at some videos and then find them and then buy them. And then people would be like, whoa, was he into this? And people would be like, no, I don't think so. Because he's into a random fucking thing every other week. And then he'd be, like, sending people down the wrong lead, you know, like, to solve his murder. Exactly. He needs to get less hobbies. <laughs> oh, God. It's so fucking true. Confused, obviously, the investigators start to try to reanalyze Alan's actions. And remembering the video footage where he walks by and then 37 minutes pass and then the gunshot is heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So an investigator goes out and, like, walks the same path and determines that it only took four minutes and three seconds walking at a normal pace to get to where Alan's body was found. Yeah. So, like, 37 minutes is far too long. Something is going on in there. So he was either dicking around at that spot for a while or he went somewhere else and, like, came back to yep, there. Exactly. Okay. As all of these strange pieces of evidence and facts start to, like, pile up, an investigator on the case began to articulate a controversial theory. All right. Lay it on me. for it? I'm so ready for controversy. He theorized that Alan hadn't been murdered, but instead... Suicide. He had committed suicide. No one shoots himself in the chest for suicide except for Junior Seau. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
That's true. It's a very rare form of suicide. Yeah. And there was like no gun or anything present. Like how the fuck is the suicide? Oh yeah. What did he do with the gun after? There's no fucking weapon. <gasps> he fucking let it off in the helium tank or in the fucking weather balloon. So he figured that Alan could have tied a gun to a string. Oh my God. And tied the string to a weather balloon. Oh my God. So that once he shot himself, the weather balloon would carry the gun from the scene. No. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why no is because if you're committing suicide you don't give a fuck you're not gonna be like oh better get rid of all the evidence so everybody's real fucking stumped <laughs> unless you're like i don't want my wife to think that i to know that i killed myself okay so the idea behind the motive is that you fake your own death and then life insurance pays out at a higher rate for your family okay this guy doesn't I mean, he doesn't peg me as the suicidal type. He he had everything going for him. Yeah. Did he have like an illness, a disease? Uh, they didn't mention any of that. Maybe he was like, I really don't feel well. I think I got the cancer, guys. Yeah, but wouldn't your insurance still pay out pretty well for cancer? Yeah, but maybe he hadn't been diagnosed yet. Because I feel like you would have known if there was a diagnosis. Like they would have been like, oh, yeah, he had a fucking terminal illness. Yeah, but I mean, why would he kill himself then? Because he was like, I don't want to go through treatments and stuff. Okay. Like, he's ending his life because he's like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. But then why not just end your life? Because like you said, the life insurance would be higher. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't agree with it. I still think it's not true. <laughs> but it's bullshit. Yeah. But I'll fucking play along with this scenario for a second. Okay. So it seems pretty far-fetched, right? Also. Yes. Tell me. How is this weather balloon supposed to aim at him? Like... What? <laughs> well, he has the gun. Like, like I imagine he's holding the gun. Oh, and then when he dies, he'll like let go of the gun yeah, and it'll take yeah. it up. <laughs> yes. Okay. I thought it was like you know when it gets to a certain point away, then the string will be tightened and then it'll tighten around the trigger. Oh and, like, God! Can you imagine? That's why I was like, how how did he stabilize the gun? <laughs> it's just like fucking Russian roulette, and you hope you get hit by a stray bullet. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did he know it was gonna hit him in the heart? Maybe he was planning on hitting him in the head. No, I think the idea is that he holds onto the gun, fires the gun, and then when he dies and drops it, it floats away. Don't your muscles clench? Yeah, they could, right? I don't know. And then you're just holding onto a fucking gun tied to a weather balloon? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's way more undignified way to die. (laughs) I'm thinking about, like... The like picture now it's like a meme with the dead animal on the side of the road and it's oh, got a the balloon. balloon. Yeah, it says, get, get well, well soon. soon. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking undignified for sure. It'd be a little weird, and then people would be like, "Whoa, Alan was into some shit. <laughs> he was into fucking atmospheric science, evidently. Um, evidently, or like his arm was just like floating because <laughs> his hand was like caught in the trigger. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Shit, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Okay, so this seems crazy. But I guess the whole idea of using a balloon to displace evidence was used in an episode of CSI Las Vegas in 2003. And he was into that show? I'm not. Fucking who isn't, right? (laughs) And in 2008, a man was found dead in New Mexico desert. From a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and not too far from his body, they found a weather balloon tangled up in a cactus Okay, with his quote-unquote murder weapon tied to the end of it. So this had been on a TV show, and somebody attempted to do it. Okay. And it didn't work out too well. For them. No. But apparently Alan was like, don't worry, there's no cacti around here. Yeah, I got this shit. Watch me. <laughs> there's probably palm trees, though. Yeah. The, literally, it said that the like walkway was lined with palm trees, but he was just past the tree line. 
Oh. Because I mentioned it. Okay. So can they put out like a radar on this fucking weather balloon? I'll answer your question in a minute. Okay. (laughs) Okay. With this new theory in mind, forensic investigators go back to the evidence and they notice on Alan's blue sweater, there was a very thin, straight trail of blood that led from the center of the gunshot wound outwards towards the shoulder, which would potentially indicate something was in the blood and had dragged across his sweater. Like a gun. Oh. Like he shot himself, the gun dragged across his sweater to his shoulder, and then it like, so, like floated pull the blood away. that way. Because that's not the way that gravity would take it. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't like explode up or anything. There was no other splatters. Okay. Investigators reach out to an air traffic control towers. Like, have you seen anything suspicious? <laughs> like a balloon holding a gun? <laughs> That's exactly what they asked. And they also asked a TV traffic reporter, like if they happened to see a rogue weather balloon with a gun attached to it. Okay. And no one had. Everybody was like, "Uh, no, man. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? I haven't seen that. Based on the weather conditions on the day of Alan's death, investigators used a simulator to determine where the balloon would have carried the gun to. Ooh, okay. And they find it would have ended up somewhere north of the Bahamas. The balloon would have likely popped in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, so the gun's gone forever. That, yeah. Like, this is the theory, by the way, never going to find the fucking evidence. If I was his wife and I didn't, like, know about this plan, you know, like, yeah. I wasn't let in on it or something, I'd be fucking pissed. I would, too. I'd be like, uh, fucking no, go back to the drawing board and come up with a different idea, you dumb shits. Yeah. yeah. Either that or, like, if this is something that my husband honestly, truly planned, I'd be like, first of all, you never intended for me to find out what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. So what now, the hell, man? That's some kind of PTSD. Every time I go for a walk, I'm be like, well, some fucking stranger is going to come out and kill us. That's true. But then also, she have a little bit more money. Not that that makes it better, but Great. he was trying to do right by her. She also could have sold the fucking house. That's true. And just downsized. And she probably would have rather have had him yeah. than the money. Yeah. Like, you don't need to live on a fucking country club. Yeah, you don't. In Palm Beach. Okay. I would be pissed if I was her, though. I would be, too, also. <laughs> if anybody in my life commits suicide, I'm going to be fucking pissed at you. Oh, for sure. Don't do it. Yeah. All right. So investigators are like, this is fucking crazy. We've been waiting for some results back on his internet searches. And guess what they came in? How to fucking make a weather balloon? What size cubic air helium do you need to hold a gun? God damn, you're basically psychic. So <gasps> Really? So his internet searches came back for 10 years. Oh, my God. Prior to his death, there was shit like, on July 7th, 2009, quote, suicide, quote, how to commit suicide. April 10th, 2012, quote, life insurance suicide. March 17th, 2016, quote, undetectable suicide methods. What the fuck? February 21st, 2017, quote, gizmo.com explains what happens when you get shot in the head. Another Mm -hmm. search that day, if shot in the heart, do you die instantly? Another search, can you have a gunshot suicide with no weapon present? Ooh, what the fuck? And then February 23rd, 2017, this is like, a little less than a year before he dies. Yeah. YouTube, SEG suppressors, Jefferson silencer on on Walther PPKs suppressed. I'm pretty sure I said a lot of like gun lingo. I think you just said the name of a gun. Although okay. SEG, I think it's supposed to be SIG, but I don't know that for a fact. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It was a quote. But for, it was a Jefferson silencer on a Walther PPK suppressed 380. 
Okay. Yeah. To finish that sentence. It's a gun. <laughs> okay. I know it's a gun because it's at 380 at the end. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of words on there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's Googling fucking guns and shit, right? Yeah. And how to make fucking silencers. Silencers on for them. them. Yep. On August 28th, 2017, how many cubic feet of helium do you need to raise one pound? About what a gun weighs? Yeah. About what a gun weighs. All right. On January 23rd, 2018. So this is like two days before he died. Helium suppliers near me. And then January 24th, the day before he died, his last search was dawn slash dusk times. Okay. So he wanted to do it before the sun came up. Where did the helium tank go? Fucking right? Okay, so basically. Unless he like filled this shit up at his house and then carried the balloon out. <laughs> yeah, that you would have seen that on the fucking yeah. video footage. So based on his search history, right, investigators are like, for sure this is a suicide. Like, this theory is, like, on point, probably. It's not as far-fetched as we once thought it was. Yeah. And in early March of 2018, the homicide case was closed, and Alan's death was ruled a suicide. So, God damn. Yeah, like, two months later. Uh, golf course. It's a lot of fucking work for it to be ruled a suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, so like, much. trying everything that he can to make it not a suicide. Yeah. And not detectable. And then they're like, ah, I gotcha. Figured it out. Because your search history. Oh, right. Oh, I don't think I wrote this. But I guess he also had deleted the day before. He had deleted all of his, like, Google Docs and shit. So he must have been, like, saving this information on there. Oh, and yeah. And not thinking about the fact that you can't just delete your search history. Yeah. Anyway, so golf course workers who, like, clean out the water hazard traps and shit, they're told to keep an eye out for any discarded helium tank because they're thinking maybe he tossed it in, like, hid it in a in a water hazard. Fucking gator-infested water hazard. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, in fucking, you could bury it in a sand trap, right? I don't... Yeah, until someone's golf ball, like, tinks off it. <laughs> well, I mean, you bury it deep enough. In Florida, it's nothing but fucking sand. He was right by the water. Well, he was on a fucking golf course, though. I know, right? But, I mean, like, literally everywhere in Florida, if you just start digging, it's sand. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know either. So I'm wondering, like, did he plant the tank? He didn't have a shovel. <laughs> Unless he also buried his shovel. Maybe that dog helped him dig it up. Oh. He probably just, like, set it on the edge of water, right? Or you could set it anywhere. 37 minutes, though. I wonder what was on the other side of that, like, area that he was. Like, yeah. was there some wooded area or something? Because for sure there was a period in time where he was just walking around with a gun attached to a weather balloon. <laughs> and no one saw him. <laughs> yeah. Or that's all the time where he was, like, filling up the the weather balloon and, like, disposing of the helium tank and, like... Yeah, like, he's got to... While he's holding this balloon, he's got to get rid of this helium tank again. Yeah. And now it's empty, so it floats. Right? Oh. I don't the know helium tank? Yeah. The helium tank does not float. You don't think so? After it's empty? Yeah, it's metal. Why would yeah, it float? Yeah, but it's hollow. Why would it float? Because it's hollow. Boats float. They're made of metal. <laughs> oh, in water. I was like, <laughs> what do you think? I what thought you, you meant like the helium was weighing it down and like gravity was just going to give up on it. I was like, is she dumb? <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. Like, like tie a, like, tie a string to the helium tank because it's floating away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, why does she think that this gas that floats would be weighing down a metal tank? <laughs> Jesus. That was severe miscommunication. Yeah, it probably floats in water, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe he filled it up with, with like, sand because there's sand everywhere. Yeah, but how would you fill it up? You can't just, like, open those. It's not like the screw, like, you screw off a cap. That shit is, oh. like, yeah, I guess welded that's on. I don't know, man. <laughs> I was reading my notes, but I wrote, was the thing in his hand a gun? 
It could have been. And then I have so many questions. Like, thanks, Stace. Why did I write that? Of course I have so many questions. I didn't need to leave that reminder for myself. Remember all the questions that you have regarding no one knows what the fuck actually happened? <laughs> How big is a weather balloon before it's filled up? I don't know. Because, I mean, like, I th- aren't they usually that, like, weird aluminum metal kind oh, of? Oh, yeah. Maybe the weather balloon was in his hand. Yeah. Because you could put a gun in your pocket, especially a three eighty. You could put a gun in your waistband. With a silencer. Yeah. Did you say especially a three eighty? Like, you know what the fuck? <laughs> it's not a shotgun, therefore. <laughs> I did say it like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> like little dinky handguns, right? I mean, it's a handgun. Yeah. I don't know if it's dinky. It's I'm not sure. like a derringer or whatever. It's not like a pew pew. It's not like a prostitute's gun. <laughs> Well, goddamn, that's yeah. pretty intense. Yeah, so I don't really have a solution for you on this one, other than I'm pretty fucking sure he committed suicide based off of his internet search history. Based off of his internet search history, that sounds like suicide, but also, how could you leave your wife like that with that, with nothing? I'm like, sure. no explanation, no fucking I, note, no... Well, I'm sure, because people do this shit all the time, right, when they commit suicide and stuff. It's like, they're in deep, like, they're not thinking straight clearly because they take their lives yeah Yeah, so he thought he was doing her a favor like i'm gonna be out of this world and no longer a problem to anybody and also (laughs) she'll have so much money because i didn't commit suicide and isn't that so sad it's always like the happy outwardly like cheery ones that then are deeply depressed and no one knows about yeah that's really sad yeah i don't know man i just I feel really bad for his wife in this whole situation. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. After they found out that it was a suicide and all of his internet search history and shit, like, the family stopped talking to the media. They were just like, we just want to be left alone. I bet. That's yeah. a lot to swallow. Like, Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that Alan was so upset or whatever. Like, yeah. Ugh, that's that crazy. God dang Someone's going to find a fucking gun in the middle of nowhere with a balloon attached to it. And they're gonna be like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> Thanks for the gun. Yeah, what if the, like, helium balloon thing is still floating on water because, like, the gun wasn't enough to drag it under or something? Oh, yeah, it's just, like, bobbing around. Yeah, and, like, some Somali pirates are going to get it. Oh, they're going to be so pumped. Yeah, except it'll be all all waterlogged, but they'll be like, whoa, what are these hollow points? (laughs) I have so many questions. Do you think he had more than one bullet in there? Oh, I would think so. Yeah. I don't think anybody just puts one, one bullet, bullet in a gun. <laughs> yeah. I'm done here. Yeah. Even if you're like, I only plan to use one, you're going to be like, let me just fill it. Just in case. Yeah. But what if you're like, I don't want this to end up in the wrong hands and them to hurt themselves. Yeah. Or but what if, what he, if... Can't, he can't carry the weight of all those bullets? <laughs> his feeble little hands? <laughs> no, not his hands of the balloon, goddammit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of miscommunication going on here. <laughs> I was like, he's old, but he's not that old. <laughs> oh, okay, wait. But, like, his left hand, his finger was extended. But if you turned a gun on yourself, you would, have like, pulled the trigger with your thumb, right? Unless you would just, like, hold it and point it. Yeah, you could just, like, turn it in towards yourself. Even if like, you pulled it with your right thumb, there. your finger could still be extended. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird. It's weird. On your left hand, too? Was he left-handed? I don't know. I tried to look that up, but there's only, like, three articles on this shit. Weird. That's insane. It literally is. Insane. In the membrane. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's carry on. We have a goddamn. <gasps> we do. Yeah. This one's a video. Oh, I want to see. I know. Okay, I'll show you. I feel like we should like post these somewhere, but we don't have anybody's approval for that shit. So you'll yeah. just have to listen. <laughs> and this listener told me how to say her last name. Bless her fucking soul. 
Is it Figueroa? It is. I read that and I was like, that's one that I know how to say. Aw, <laughs> April Figueroa. All right, here we go. It's uh, her husband and his bestie. Ooh, all right. I'm ready. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be drunk with them. <laughs> I do too. That sounds fun. That sounds like the renegade. It does. They look like fun. Yeah, we would be friends with them. We would absolutely be friends with them. We are friends with you guys. Aw. <laughs> and April, you're the fucking best. Thanks for the goddamn. Yeah, you are. Thank you. That's hilarious. Thanks for forcing your husband and his bestie to do it. <laughs> it's always nice when husbands have besties. I know. All right. What else do we have to do here? Oh, Patreon shout outs. Oh, yeah. Okay. So shout out to Christina and to Danny and Summer. And Summer, there's two Summers. What? What are the fucking odds? Oh, my God. <laughs> what are the odds? Back to back, literally. Hey, Summers, you're amazing. I want to make a pun about it being winter, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anything. They're like, we fucking heard it before. I let it go. Yeah. Summer's coming twice this year. (laughs) (laughs) Leilani. Ooh. Oh, and that was our last one. (gasps) Thanks, everybody. Yes, we appreciate you so much. And we're so happy that you want to hear us for one extra hour every month. (laughs) Yeah, at least one extra hour. At least. Yeah, someday we're going to add more shit on there. Yeah. Okay, listen, we're popping out babies. Give us a hot minute and we'll get on top of that. I mean, I wish I was popping out babies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not popping out any more babies. I'm done. (laughs) All right. So, guys, if you want to end gals. And gals. Do not discriminate against anyone. And lizards and whatever the fuck you want to identify as, we're just here to tell you that we love you. Yep. And we love everything about you. Yep. And we're going to tell you about murder. Which we just did. Yep. And we're going to continue to tell you about murder for as long as y'all will listen. That's true. And if you want to see pictures about that murder that we are telling you about for as long as you will listen, (laughs) go to our website, isgdpodcast.com. Yep. You can also find links to our Patreon because evidently it's hard to fucking search us because they blacklisted our asses. Yep. For being fucking... Too cool for school. Yeah. Duh. (laughs) Tell me about it. Life story. And also our merch. Yes, and you can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you're thinking. Give us some case suggestions. Yeah, do all that stuff. Just be like, sup. Yeah. Sup, baby. Also, we are on social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at isgdpodcast. Yes, we are. And then you should snail mail Aaron, uh-huh. who needs to go to the P.O. Box. <gasps> I do. Because evidently, we have some shit waiting there. We have some things. According to Amy. Oh, god damn it. What? I forgot to bring the goddamn serial killer coloring book. <gasps> Motherfuck. Oh my you, god, that's Amy. right. You're fucking amazing. Did you color in it yet? No, I've been waiting for you. Good. You better. And then let's color in it when we're drunk together for the first time. Okay. Because we could wait a month for that. Yeah. You better not fucking color in it before me. I won't. And then we need to take a picture. She got one too. We're going to send them back and forth. Oh my god, I'm so excited. We're going to trade coloring pages. Okay, let me at least just color one because it ain't going to be pretty. And then you bitches can go off and color it all perfect like I know you will. Oh, no, no. We're coloring all of them together. (laughs) (laughs) I have really nice colored pencils. Yeah, but I'm going to make it ugly. It'll be fine. Okay. It's art. Okay. Fine. Also, our P.O. box is... (laughs) P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, that's my favorite one that I always forget. You guys and girls and lizards. (laughs) Dragons, fucking whatever the hell you want to be. Definitely not dolphins, though. (laughs) I'm cool with dolphins. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm okay with them. So Get out me, of my ocean. For me, come come dolphins. Whoa. <laughs> this escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. But please subscribe, rate, and review if you listen to shit on Apple Podcasts. Because then when you do that, then it puts us on a fucking list where people can easily find us. And then they'll be like, what the fuck is this? And then they'll listen. And then we'll get excited because we have more listeners. This is all true. That's what is an insider scoop. No one will tell you that. That's That's why we all ask that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's late, guys. So tired. Bye. Bye, guys. And girls and lizards. And dolphins.